Hi guys, and welcome back to another round of Controls and Couches. I'm Full Metal Chicken. And I'm Steph Fafar. And on this time round, we'll be doing more shenanigans of the sci-fi nature, as well as the, well, real-time science. Real-life science. Yes. All the science. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, how are you this week, good sir? Yeah, um, I've come down with a cold. So, yeah, that's how I am. Yay! Yeah, so I'm working out my adaptive immune system. Fantastic. Yeah, so it's going to work out. Um, But yeah, apart from that, it's been a busy week, so yeah, I'm going to sit down and, you know, try and read another page of that book that I said I was going to read last week. You mean last month? Last month, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So, um, we ordered our first Uber Eats last week. Yeah, that that was good. We might have to do that again today, I think. No, I don't think so. Yeah, it was good noodles. We, um, if anyone's in the area, or if you have friends in the area, check out Yummy Noodle, I think. That's what their name is. Um, and go for their dumplings, because they're thebomb.com. Yeah, really good. And they don't cut their soy sauce either. No, so, it's really, really good. Yeah, and there's... I love sweet chilli noodles, chicken noodles, and... I've never had, like, that good a bowl before. Yeah, it was really, really good. Probably the best I've had for a while yeah. as well. So, so, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Just thought we'd recommend that to you. Also, just in terms of the podcast news, um, sir, your new timetable at work suggests that you no longer have Mondays off. So, instead of rushing you to do a podcast before you go to work, but even if we did that for a couple more weeks, I actually yeah. have to be at uni on Mondays. So, yeah, so um we're going to transfer our recording and our podcasting from Monday afternoons to Tuesday afternoons so that that way um yeah it's a bit more consistent for you guys and we're not as sort of rushed yep. to sort of get it out there and we can yeah hmm. no because otherwise I feel bad where it's like oh my god sir you've got to go to work in an hour yep. let's smash this out real quickly so yeah that's uh freed up the timetable a little bit yeah. Make it easy. And I made easy. my uni timetable. Hmm. Not excited, but excited at the same time. In other news, we just found out that Series of Unfortunate Events Season 2 is starting to stream on the 30th of March. So, yeah, that's going to be good to see what happens. But now that you know what happens in the book series, <laughs> it's like, you know... I just want to see how they adapt it. But yeah. that's it. Maybe they'll do something different. I, I don't think they will. I, they, they have. You reckon they're going it to do... It is different. You reckon they'll do a different ending altogether? Yeah. So you reckon they'll have a, you know, a series of fortunate events as the ending? Yep. Hmm. Yep, yep, yep. So, on to the more bookish updates. Yeah, How we, are you going? We, well... How's uh, your reading going? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I read half a page. Just half? Yeah. I got stopped midway. So, um, yeah, I've pretty much failed again. Um... Haven't listened to any audiobooks or anything. So reading-wise for me, I've been pretty much terribly behind the eight ball. Yeah. So I think today absolutely have to. You're do gonna some sit reading. down and do some reading. Do some reading, yeah. But about, awesome. Yeah, the only thing I've done is help with a book haul. So. Um, yeah. Well, do you want to go through your book haul and then I'll go through my? Well, just while you're prepping for your book haul, I started the selection series this week. I went through the two prequel novellas. As well as book one and book two, so the selection and the elite, and I'm thirty percent, thirty three percent of the way through um, the one, 
So I will hopefully have finished that main trilogy by the end of this week, and then I just have two more books. Nice. Set of books four and five that she later added on to that series, and obviously to finish the novellas. So, but yeah, I'll let you go through your um, book haul here. I'll flip them around so you can actually read them. On yeah. your go, on your bike. So, um, yeah, we picked up a few books from the Expanse series. So there's a current um, TV series called The Expanse, in case you hadn't heard it. It's on um, the Netflix. It's on the Netflix, and we're watching season two. But I wanted to get the books and see how close it is to the actual original source. So, yeah, uh, the actual series is by James S.A. Corey, and uh, we picked it's up... a big struggle to get them. It is, yeah, because when we went to a certain bookshop originally to get them, staff had apparently reserved series themselves. So there they was two... They reserve a lot of things for themselves, in, like online, because I check before I go, because that's how I... Yeah. to go and get them so, so yeah you online it says that they're there exactly so you've gone into this bookstore and you've asked for this series and they said sorry no staff have reserved yeah because i like i don't want to be an idiot but i actually like looked on the shelves and you know how they're um we go to qbd but the one closest to us it they sort of like had a restructuring and reorganized all of their bookshelves and bookcases and stuff so I had a look at the sci-fi and fantasy section and it wasn't there. And then I had a look because I was like, oh, if it's more adulty, maybe they've put it on the main fiction wall that runs around because I know that's where we got Outlander from yeah. when we got it on Boxing Day. But it wasn't there either. And then I was like, oh, so it's not... So I double-checked to make sure it wasn't actually on the shop floor before I make myself look like an idiot. And then I went up to her and I was like, hi, um, sorry to bother you. Just wondering if you could point me into the direction of... The Expanse series because it says you got it online. I'm just having trouble finding it in store, and she's just like, "Oh, um, I think maybe a couple of staff members have put aside a few copies because they're planning on using their monthly staff discount on purchasing them." So I was like, "Oh, okay, no worries, thanks." Oh, do you want me to order it in for you? No, that's fine. I'll just go to another store. Bye. It's like nope. So um. um... Yeah, that was uh, rather frustrating, mm. to say the least. Oh, well, well, like, they're entitled to buy what they want to buy, but at the same time, if you're not... Like, I remember when I used to work in retail in that way, but we were at Miller's, so it was clothes. But you either purchased it then and there, so you could take it off the system, but you yeah. didn't let it sit at the back, do you know what I mean? And stuff with the ordering counts. No, you you literally just... But what do you do? So, yeah, we went and we went to a different store, but one of the other ones we frequent at. And we ended up picking up books one, two, three, and four. They didn't have book five, and that store that we went to yesterday afternoon didn't have book seven in the same dimensions. They had it as the first run, yeah. uh, week one publishing. But we have Leviathan Wakes, which is book one, Caliban's War, book two. Then Abaddon's Gate, um, Cibola Burn. We're missing book five, but then book six is... Babylon's Ashes. Yay! So... And then we also picked up... I wanted to get... As everyone knows, I started reading the Outlander series this month. And so I figured that I was going to get all the... the there was a single prequel novella, and that's 0 0.5. But then Diana Gabaldon released a um, like another novella bind-up with all of her short stories and novellas thus far, plus a few brand new ones. So I figured I'll just pay the $32 and get everything 
And when we've gone, like, they had 10 copies originally of this book. Yeah. And then last week we went and they had five copies. And then when we went yesterday, they only had one. So I was like, I'm taking this as a sign and yanked it off the shelves. So, yeah, I have all of that. We also picked up Red Sparrow by Jason Matthews. And then we did 15, 17. No, the, oh, yeah, the 15, 17 to Paris. Yeah, the 15, 17 to Paris, which is actually out in cinemas. Is so, it already, or well, is it soon? I think it's it's currently trailering. Mm. So, uh, yeah, we'll have to go see that. And then, just because I'm a geek, I um, picked up a, another copy of Ready Player One by Ernest Cline, yeah. but it's the movie um, the cover. film tie-in. Yeah, Yay. so, just because, yeah, geekdom. Well, it's a cool cover, and it's one of your favourite yeah, science fiction books, so yeah. why not? Obviously, I mean, I've, I've read a lot of really, really heavy sci-fi and fantasy and everything. So, I mean, Ready Player One, it's... I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's very lighthearted. It doesn't take itself too seriously. There's people out there who say, you know, it's it's shit. You know, two out of five stars. It's just a rehash. I, yeah, I didn't... I've, I haven't read it. I listened to the audiobook that you played. The only thing I have with it is the pacing. Yeah. Because... I'm not. It's a fantastic book. His writing is fantastic. Um, the world, like he's, he's so descriptive, and he really immerses you in, you know, and you, it makes you feel like you're actually there. Like I was picturing the movie before we go to see the movie. Like it felt like a movie, but I just don't like how for three quarters there's nothing, and it's a real struggle. It's just all characterful, and then it's like suddenly everything goes really fast. Yeah, and then it's and then it's ended. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't so, know. It, I mean, if it was if it was done as three books, perfect series, perfect series. It yeah. should have been done as three books instead of one. Mm. But what then again, do? yeah, he doesn't seem like a serious person though. He does standalones like um, Armada, which you haven't read yet. No. That's a standalone too. But on the opposite of standalone, we also have a series, and it's by a Australian YA author. And Goodreads kept recommending it to me because I had finished. Sarah J. Mars's books. Please stop picking at your fingers. I hate the sound. Dirt everywhere. Well, you should wash your hands, not flick it all over your computer keyboard. <laughs> we have here Arcane, Raelia, Dracora, and Greyville, which are the four books thus far. Bit parched. Yeah. You okay? Yeah. Just yeah, try not to cough. Off. It's no. fine. I'll edit it out. No, it's all good. On to your quiz. Yeah, so we've uh, done a little quiz apart from, well, we steered away from the cactus from last week. And we couldn't find any bloody good cacti quizzes. Yeah. And we tried and it was just nothing was relevant. BuzzFeed doesn't have one. But because we watched um, the new Cloverfield Paradox movie that was on Netflix, I got a bit inspired. Yeah. And plus, we we watched the Lego movie as well. So, spaceship! You know, so we we sort of found a quiz where it's... Can you identify the spaceship based on the silhouette? So, yeah. Or outline, yeah. So, can you guess the starship from its outline? I'm going to say now, I think that I'll get the popular stuff. But, oh my god, we missed that on this week's episode of Dis- Star Trek Discovery oh, as well. well. We well, have to watch that after this. Yeah. Um, sorry, I just, I'm not going to get all of these, 
but I think I'll get the more popular ones. No, it's all good. So, so the no- first one, it, all it is, is like, it's a background of like a galaxy and then a rough sketch outline yeah, of the so starship. Essentially, the three options we have for this one are a Colonial Viper from Battlestar Galactica, Millennium Falcon from Star Wars, and a Gaul Death Glider from Stargate. So I, this one looks like, well, I mean, I know what it is. I know what it is. You know what it is. It's like, I mean, the Frisbee with the two little, you know, you know, points um, at the front out. and a little cockpit sticking out. It's a Millennium Falcon. It, it's a Millennium Falcon. Number two is Narcissus. Narcissus. So it's either the, nar- the Narcissus. From Alien, from the TARDIS Alien. from Doctor Who, or Ark from the Transformers. Pretty sure that's a telephone box. Yep, it's the blue phone box, so... Oh, this one I'm going to struggle with. It looks like a camel. Um, the USCSS Nostromo from Alien, the Serenity from Firefly, or the USS Saratoga from Space Above and Beyond. Uh-huh. It's a camel, but I don't know. So it looks like a crest between a camel and a... I'm thinking because they have Firefly here and everyone supposedly loves Firefly, I'm going to go for Firefly. Okay, done. Oh, I got it right! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> okay, so correct. Yeah, Serenity. Yep, it's Mal, Captain, tight pants. Oh, we should have done all the little sayings. Yeah, okay. Okay, we'll go back to number one then. So for the what I collect, cl- clicked is the Millennium Falcon. Yep. It's like, of course it is, but don't get cocky, kid. It gets harder from here. And then the TARDIS one was everyone's favourite multidimensional police box. Correct, the TARDIS. And the third one was Serenity. Yep, it's Mal, Captain, tight pants, Reynolds, vaguely horse-shaped ship from Firefly. Fox will never forgive you for cancelling that show. Damn straight, they should have bloody just put the I whole... I haven't oh, watched it. On the premise is the fact that people have said, if you watch it, you cry at the end because that's it. Yeah. You don't know such how anything a, happens. Such a so. good series. The brown coats weren't happy about that, so... Number four looks like a cube, and it says here Destiny Stargate Universe, Starkiller base from Star Wars, or the Borg cube from Star Trek. Um, I'm, I have no idea, so I'm going to go with Borg Cube because it's a box. Yep, on the money. It's a big cube. Oh my god, I'm actually getting these right. Yep. The clue's in the shape, really. It looks like a trans. You know the Transformers prism from like the second movie? The spark. Been... Yes, yeah. that's it. So, uh... This fifth one, I only know because you have like two different Lego kits of it. Um, it's I know it's the Imperial Class Star Destroyer. But the options are also the Executor Class Star Dreadnought from Star Wars or the Sulaco from Aliens. Yep, so... Uh, dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 And which one did you select? I selected the Imperial Class Star. Destroyer. It's just a standard Star Destroyer. The Executor Class, also known as a Super Star Destroyer, was much, much bigger and longer. Yes. Yep. And then uh, number six, we have the choice. It's basically... Think of like, you know, something in the middle with three toast points. Like a triangle. Yeah, three triangles. So um, you have the Imperial Shuttle from Star Wars. You have the SSTO-TAV-337B Space Shuttle Craft from Avatar. Or Thunderbird 3 from Thunderbirds Argo. I'm going to go for the Imperial Shuttle. Because one, again, you have this Lego kit. 
And two, I remember your older brother. Um, I always used to ask him, what's a TIE fighter, Rob? Yeah. So I know it's not a TIE fighter, but its shape is oddly reminiscent of a TIE fighter. And I know that's from the Star Wars universe, so I'm going to go with Star Wars. Yeah, so well, that is correct. It's an Imperial Shutter, or also known as a Lambda Class T4A shuttle, to be precise. So, uh... Dun-dun! Dun-dun! So, you haven't really seen many of these ones but um the next one is it's got the cockpit on the bottom and it's got the wings and it's like batman like a batman symbol but weird yeah so you have the the naboo starfighter from star wars or the v-wing starfighter from star wars or the klingon bird of prey from star trek I'm torn between the V-Wing and the Klingon Bird of Prey. Okay. I'm like, Select away. It looks like something similar that I saw yeah. in the um, Star Wars, like the newer movies. So I think I'm going to go for the V-Wing. I'm probably wrong, but I'm going to go for the V-Wing. I got it wrong. So it's the uh, Klingon Bird of Prey. Yay! Uh, they have nice little cloaking shields. Um, bonus points if you know whether it's a Cavort class, Brel class, or D12 class bird of prey. I, wouldn't, I don't even know what it is, let alone. Dun dun. Dun 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 dun. Alright, number eight. We've got the Prometheus from Stargate. I'm guessing that means one. Yep. The Galactica from Battlestar Galactica, or Red Dwarf from Red. Dwarf. Red Dwarf. I had to double check that because I'm like, am I reading that right? I think it's Red Dwarf. You reckon? No, no you're looking at me like, are you sure? But I, 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 I haven't watched Battlestar, so I don't know. I've watched some, I've only watched that one Stargate movie with you, so I have no idea. But the only one I know is Red Dwarf, so I'm going to go with Red Dwarf. Yep, it's not. It's yep, the, it's not. <laughs> it's the Galactica from Battlestar Galactica. Damn. The, uh, the Red Dwarf is a massive um, mining vessel. Well, I thought they had to scale it to bloody fit it in the picture. Like I said, I haven't watched any of the others, so I have no idea. But the funny thing is, here it says, Oh, poor exploded Galactica. She got her ass handed to her so many times by the Cylons. <laughs> funny. I don't understand that reference, but okay. It, it just gets the shit kicked out of it. So, right, um, number nine. Yeah, number nine. Um, we have what looks to be... Well, if you look at it, it looks like, like some kind claw. of... Like a crab claw. Or it looks like a, some kind of plasma cannon from Halo. Um, so you have the choice of a Cylon Raider from Battlestar Galactica. You have the Hunter Gratzner from Pitch Black. And you have Moya from Farscape. So, uh, yeah. I don't know any of these, like I said. So I'm a lucky pick for Pitch Black. Cool. Um, I'm going to go for Moya from Farscape. Okay. I'm wrong. So, uh, yeah, it's Moya, the living sentient biomechanical spaceship from Farscape. What is Farscape? Um, it's an Aussie sci-fi series. It probably explains why I haven't heard of it. Yeah, making the Zabanskis in it. Oh, Zabanski. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, uh, number 10. Yep. Looks like, um, not a rail gun, but it looks like a gun from Halo. We have here as our options the EASR Agamemnon. Agamemnon from Babylon 5. The Romulan Warbird from Star Trek. Or the Wraith Dart from Stargate. Yeah. Okay, I'm thinking... Okay, he's... 
I want to say it's the Romulan Warbird because Star Trek's the only one I've seen. But I Babylon 5 hasn't come up as an option yet, so I don't know if I go for Star Trek or Babylon 5. But I've only ever watched Star Trek, but not anything much. So I'm just going to go for Star Trek because I've seen bits of that before. Yep. Yay! On the money. So it's a Romulan Derede class warbird, to be precise. So, or as some people, a Dederix or you hate to be dyslexic on this, Dederix class warbird. So apologies if I pronounce that wrong. Number 11 looks like a floating city. Floating city? It's The options are the Endurance from Interstellar, the Redemption Medical Frigate from Star Wars, or the Nemesis from Transformers. I like Transformers, so I'm going to go for Transformers. And it's the Redemption Medical Frigate from Star Wars. So the Redemption was a EF-76 Nebulon B escort frigate used by the Rebel Alliance, a.k.a. the warship, oh, sorry, a.k.a. the ship, where Luke Skywalker was fitted with his robotic hand at the end of The Empire Strikes Back. I haven't watched any of their movies, so, so I wouldn't know. We, we should probably I am more sad. sad. <laughs> Okay, this next one is a spider with twice as many legs. Yeah. It's, the options are the Cylon Raider from Battlestar Galactica, the SA-43 Hammerhead Endo X-ray Atmospheric Attack Jet from Space Above and Beyond, and the Shadow Vessel from Babylon 5. I'm going to go for the one in the middle, the SA-43. Okay. that looks creepy, but I am incorrect. It is the... Shadow Vessel from Babylon 5. You haven't watched Babylon 5 yet, no. so... Um, also known as a battle crab, these spider-like vessels were the creepy warships of the equally creepy shadows. So the alien baddies from Babylon 5. Yeah. So, um, yeah. and Number 13 looks like the, the structure of the middle ear. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, in a way, um, yeah, so we have the, it, it looks like a... A Q-tip. Like a Q-tip. It looks like, like a Q-tip with stuff on it. Or like, it looks like a Q-tip. But one end's a square. And in the middle, there's a, someone with a deck chair. Or otherwise, it looks like a... Actually, it looks like a whippersnipper. Actually, now that you mention it, yeah. It's a space whippersnipper. All right, so we've got Discovery 1 from 2001 A Space Odyssey, Event Horizon from Event Horizon, or Palomino from The Black Hole. I'm going to go with Event Horizon because I have seen that movie and it looks like it. And I'm going for Discovery 1, 2001, A Space Odyssey. Now I doubt everything about myself. So, uh, yeah, all together now, open the pod day, uh, pod day, (laughs) open the pod bay door, Hal. Hello, Hal. Do you read me? Do you have me, Hal? Affirmative, Dave. I read you. I'm sorry, Dave. Now this one make, oh, crap. Yeah, this one's going to be a hard one. All right, so it's I can I can identify it's from the Star Trek universe without looking at the names. So it is either the USS Enterprise NCC dash one seven zero one or the NCC dash one seven zero one D or the NX dash zero one. I'm gonna go for the seventeen oh one D. You are shits and giggles and no. I'm gonna go for this. The NCC 1701. You little show off. So the correct answer is the USS Enterprise NCC 1701. It's the original Enterprise. The USS Enterprise NCC 1701D features in Star Trek The Next Generation. So the NX01 is the United Earth Starfleet ship featured in... Featured. Featured. <laughs> featured in the Star Trek Enterprise. So now you know. 
I am four out of seven out of fourteen. I'm a Padawan learner, not bad. You've clearly explored the galaxy a little bit. But you've got quite a way to go. Maybe watch some classic sci-fi movies and shows and try again. And my gif is a gif of what looks like Luke Skywalker doing a handstand and Yoda standing on one of his legs. And I got 14 out of 14. You show off. So <laughs> I'm a Jedi Master. Um, I got, well done. You know more about spaceships than Elon Musk. And you're clearly a fan of some awesome TV shows and movies. Live long and prosper. And may the force be with you. <laughs> and I've got a picture saying I am a Jedi. So, yeah. I like that quiz. <laughs> so I did a good pick this week. As opposed, yeah. I let you down last week. I apologise. So now what we'll need to do is go back and watch, like rewatch everything in this list. I have a question. Yes. If I sat down and watched every single... TV show, movie, miniseries about Star Trek, how long would it take me to get through it? Without breaks, without toilet breaks, without eating, without sleeping, how many days slash hours would it take me? That is a good question. Um, a lot. You'd, you'd want to say... A couple of months. Oh, I don't know about couple months definitely a few weeks um oh. so a lot a lot um yeah i'd say if you didn't sleep you probably get through it in a, a lot months. faster <laughs> maybe maybe a couple months so there's a lot there's a lot talking about things that were a lot for you this week last week i dragged you to see the new Fifty Shades movie with me. Yes. So I paid for the ticket. I was nice. Bought you popcorn. Got you stuff. And um, so, what did you think of it? Well, for starters, when you walk up to um, the box office to get your tickets and you say, back middle, please, and you get your tickets and you are front left, <laughs> you kind of go... But I did ask. Yeah, I know. I wasn't rude. I just said, she said... You know, where would you like to sit? And I said, back middle, please. And we've got front left. So, uh, yeah. Um, so that that kind of drop points for being, you know... Annoying by points. So, but anyways, um, to the movie, um, I think my interpretation is I wanted more explosions, um, more car chase scenes. Okay, they had the Audi R8. But only the Audi R8. I mean, if he's supposed to be this, um, you know, billionaire, why does he only have R8s? So he could have had a whole plethora of all these different... Like, he could have had roasters. He could have had a tank. He could have had, you know, an Aston Martin DBS or even a DB9. But no. The way she wrote him is, in the books, he prefers Audi because they're safer. Safer. Like, they have a higher safety rating sort of thing. But in the book... Um, in the third book, he actually um, buys her her own because when she drives his car in the movie, they did it differently because they were in the book, they drive out of his parents' place because they had a Sunday lunch after they came back from their honeymoon. And they go and she drives it and blah, blah, blah. And then he's, and she, for shits and giggles, because she really, really liked the car and she's like, oh, you know. Um, I liked it so much I might even let you get me one for my birthday blah 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 so he, they have two hers is white oh okay and his is the silver one 
but god damn it fridge fridge yeah that's what the fridge thought of the movie as well so I I just wanted more ex- you know it was supposed to be a lot more dramatic than what they ended up with and it it is not literally it is I'm not trying to say that the books have substance or anything like that look I'm not saying it's a fantastic book series I'm not saying it's the best book series I've ever read or my favourite or anything like that. I know it lacks substance. But what they did was they took out everything that made their relationship um, healthy and they passed it through a filter. They took all that shit out and they tossed it away. And then they just went for like scenic shots, and panoramic banging. views. Banging, uh, car chases, more banging, car chases. Oh, a little bit of violence, blah, blah, back to... So, you know, if anyone had been sitting in front of us, which there wasn't much chance of, um, and they had have had their phone out, I probably would have, you know... Watched what they were doing with their phone. Probably, yeah. <laughs> and then beat them with it. Um, so, yeah, that was... If you had to give it out of five stars, what would you give it? Um, can I give it a one because I like yeah. the car? Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. I like the car. The house was nice. Yeah. The house was cool. Um, it was so cringy and uncomfortable. Like, I think I turned to look at you more than I did yeah. to watch the movie. And I was like, oh. So I'll tell you what. If, if, they, if they re-edited the movie and just had the cars, the buildings... The watches. Uh, the boat. You like the boat. The boat. The jet ski. The jet ski. And the car chase scene. It's a five out of five movie. It's five out of five movie for me. <laughs> but that's only like, what, maybe 5% of the movie. So people may hate me for that, but I'm biased. I'm a geek. So, um, yeah. I mean, I had enough trouble full, watching... Full Metal Chicken doesn't stand for your shit. <laughs> no, no. Um, I pretty much... Would have been better with... Honestly, compared to this, I would give the the, the Need for Speed movie. Like, five stars. Five yeah. stars. And that was horrendous. Look, I I knew going into it that it was going to be shit. I didn't think it was going to be that bad. But it's over now. And here's the thing. What's going to take over? Because they had Twilight. And then Fifty Shades is a fan fiction spin-off. Of Twilight. So, what's next? What's the next big book series? You know, three, four movie adaptation. Well, they're bringing back Jersey Shore. I like Jersey Shore. I'm just I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> that that's, that's the next big thing that's coming back. So, they're going to take the views back on that? That's that's my guess. No, no, no but like... I don't know what other... Super, like, yeah. really... I mean... But then again, you know, you've got... I guarantee you, though, there have been people that have talked about this and absolutely loved it, five out of five. And then you ask them, what do you watch on a normal basis? And the key things they all revolve around are Neighbours, Home and Away, Baywatch. You see a pattern here? I see a pattern here. see a pattern here. But just saying, the creepy thing was when we were in that cinema, I'm eating popcorn, and there's like 10 people behind us 
Well, borderline, you know, it's welcome to the bingo club, pretty much. Oh, look, let's not kink shame. No. And let's not shame other people. No, no, no. But they were loving it. I wasn't it. expecting... I'm not trying to be rude. They were loving it. I wasn't movie. expecting um, more mature women. Yeah, but they were loving that movie. There. Could you imagine taking your mother oh, to see God. that movie? Like, if we invited her or my grandmother... She'd want to buy This not nice, Stefa. This bullshit. This disgusting. <laughs> you know. And then she goes out and watches like Full Metal Jacket or something. It's like, you know. This not nice. This not nice. Stefani. This violent. Why are you not? <laughs> so. You know, Baba doesn't mind violence. Um, back when I used to work on Thursday nights, she used to watch the UFC. They used to play on 1 HD. And then she would tell me who was winning. Because I was at work, so I'd come home and I would have missed all of it. And she would have been like, oh, me watch the kickboxing. Very good, Stefa. Very good, very good. Kane, 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 very good. Kane winning. Kane winning. Uh, funny. But on our way to um, reviewing, you also want to talk about the Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah. Now, this is an interesting one because they decided to bypass cinemas altogether and just go straight to release. Yeah. So Which people were like, oh my God, that's amazing that you did that. Yeah. And then other people were like, your movie wouldn't have done nearly as well. No. And they were saying that's the only thing that saved it. I mean, we enjoyed it. Obviously, the, the editing in it was very rushed. Yeah. They could have done it differently. But overall, it kind of fits in. It was a good movie, but I wanted more. Agreed. But I'm happy that it was straight to Netflix because I wouldn't have paid to see that. No. You know, in a movie theater. No, but if you if if any of you have seen the original Cloverfield, um, it links into that. The only other Cloverfield I watched is the Ten, Ten Cloverfield, Cloverfield Lane, Lane, which is really really good. <laughs> yeah, um, and that ties into it as well. So this is more sort of saying what caused it. Yeah. In a way, so a hint to hint to what caused it. So um, they're essentially just. Um, an international group of astronauts aboard a space station and they're um, trying to use a particle accelerator um, generate to, more energy yeah, for, Earth. for the Earth because they're running out of you know fuel and all that sort of stuff and what happens is they accidentally you know teleport to another dimension but as the guy says who's written a book called The Cloverfield Paradox he's saying that in the book that this can disrupt the space time continuum, continuum. open up other dimensions yeah and, report yeah, so essentially what happens is accidentally travels to this alternate dimension. And they open up a gateway. Open up a gateway, and basically what you see in Cloverfield and 10 Cloverfield Lane is a result of this. So I thought the way that linked, and yeah. there's a bit in the near the end of the movie where you see something and it just all Ties connects, up. Yep. and you kind of go, wow. okay, that was cool. So in a sense... They've gone from low budget with Cloverfield to a little bit of a low, a low budget. Low budget, again. but for a Netflix movie, and a you know how it's like it'd be a B, B, uh, B plus, yeah, um, box office blockbuster. Yeah, you know if you were releasing it through the cinemas, but for a Netflix movie, it's an A grade. Yeah. Netflix movie. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And and that's what saved it. So I I like it. 
um, there's some scenes in it where you just kind of go, oh, it's alien all over again. <laughs> um, so instead of a chestburster scene, the guy coughs up worms. So yeah. that was, uh, where did the worms go? Well, we know where the worms went. You know, that's, uh, yeah, that was pretty funny. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, very, very... Where does it stack against all of your other um, favourite sci-fi movies? I probably, on the grand scheme of things, it probably sits probably in the middle. Yep. Um, so you like the concept, the execution, not so much. Yeah. Yep. It, it could have... Been a bit tidier. It, in a way, it reminded me like a cross between Prometheus and, oh, you know, the Alien yeah. franchise. No, I, I watched Prometheus. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't watched the new one yet, which no. we need to. We just missed out on that one. So, um, yeah, and uh, essentially what they've done now is they've brought out a, a fourth one that's coming out in October called Overlord, um, and apparently it's based in 1994. So it's 1944, well, with D-Day. So it's I don't know pretty... how that's going to tie in, but I think people will watch that one because it's based around Nazis. And, is that know, another direct-to-Netflix, or is that... Straight-to-Netflix. Cool. So, yep. Awesome. That's going to be good. Um, so, yeah, October 2018. That's when the fourth one for the Cloverfield yes. universe is coming out. I say universe. Cloververse. I don't know. I like Cloververse. 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 That's good, sir. I like yeah. that one. Keeping up with our space um, topic, the, um, there's this guy, and I read this story, and I laughed. And there's this guy called Justin Harvey, and he's some Instagram famous, like, flat earth conspiracy theorist believer. And he's saying that the SpaceX launch was just this elaborate hoax that the government paid Elon Musk via PayPal to do. So he thinks that all that happened is the rocket curved over the Atlantic Ocean, and then it just was dumped in the ocean. And that he was, that Musk was paid by the government via PayPal to do it. Even though he was there and he watched the whole thing happen. See, Flat Earthers make me laugh um, in the sense that someone actually posted a, you know, a Flat Earther posted on Twitter, I think it was. Yeah, was this not 50 Cent? Um, or someone, it was something it about... It was some famous rapper, not Akon. Oh, I can't remember. But it, there was someone that said, you know, if you look at Earth as a globe and you can't... B.O.B. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, B.O.B. Yeah. As a globe. Yeah. And I mean, just just read that back slowly. You yeah. kind of go, if, if it's a globe, it ain't flat. <laughs> it's spherical, you know. Yeah. And I just, I just love it. I mean, we love the conspiracies. You know, hollow earth. Hollow earth is probably just, you know, cheese moon inside the earth. That's where it comes from, I reckon. So we have a hollow earth made of cheese. That's why everyone's trying to mine into it, because they want the cheese. You know he'd be loving it though, Terry Pratchett. Absolutely, absolutely. Now that is a it's... series that needs to be put on Netflix. That if they just got every book and made a movie or a TV series. Yeah, like a, a se- oh. you know two books a season. Yeah, or like Guards, 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 all time favorite. So it's just. Yeah, why can't they do these really, really cool series? And, I have no idea. Like Terra Nova. What I was saying to you about this yeah. one with Terra Nova, one series, and they canned it. I mean, the concept of you go, you know, you do some portal but stuff. But do you know why? People, not that I'm trying to say people aren't intelligent, but people don't want hardcore 
sci-fi anymore. Do you know what I mean? It's more action-based. It's more can we fit a romance in. Yeah. We need to... People want traction. People want drama. People want blood and gore. Sometimes if people want traction, they should just go out and buy a tractor. Agreed. Or some new tyres. Yeah. But, I don't know. I just think this whole... People, like... Do they actually believe this pseudoscience? They do. They do. They really well, you think do. it's just some big... Like, they're pretending, thinking that they fooled us. I reckon they're probably sitting down at the moment with, like, you know, aluminium foil on their head so the aliens can't read their thoughts. I remember when I watched Signs, like the Mel Gibson movie Signs for the first time, and my brother and I were that terrified. I would have been, like, 14, 15. He would have... He's five years younger than me. So he would have been 9, 10. And we were just looking up at the ceiling, even though we were inside, and we were, we were you know, convinced. <laughs> we were going to get, you know, abducted. Just put so. water everywhere. Oh. Live in a pool. But we're coastal here in Australia, yeah. so we're okay. Until the sea levels rise. <laughs> and there's also this new thing, um, an article that I found, where... Sign, Hell hath no fury like a sun scorned, is what I'm titling this segment. Um, scientists, scientists are saying that the sun is about to go into like this grand minimus event and it's going to be around 2050 and this means that the sun is going to reach its lowest point in um, compared to normal and it's going to be an 11 year cycle event so it's going to result in cooling temperatures they have no idea how it's going to impact climate change or global warming or anything like that but the last time this happened was in the 1600s, in the 17th century. And it was called the Maunda Minimum. And it caused the Thames River and the Baltic Sea to freeze over. So it was a massive... Solid. That's a solid effort. Yeah. So, yeah, bust out the ski gear and the ice skates. So that would be uh, really cool. Now, I'd also think that would be the perfect time to hold the Winter Olympics. If you think about it. Perfect. Talking about the Winter Olympics, um, I don't know if ever I don't watch pay TV, except for like I said, I've said it in a couple of weeks now for the tennis and for MKR, and we were watching MKR. It would have had to have been Tuesday or Wednesday last week. Maybe it was even Tuesday. And um, if anyone is rem- remember Santo Sam and Ed from the World Cup, Sam is now on some team with two other Aussie comedians. And they're doing the... At the Bar? Is that what the show's called? I don't know. But they're doing like a, a wrap-up, like a sport boy, you know, Aussie bloke wrap-up every couple of days or night about the Winter Olympics. And their promo for it a week ago was them saying, if you see people marching, you're in the wrong career. If you see fireworks that look like this and it's a scarred missile... You're in the wrong career. Oh, Mick Malloy. I can't. I don't know his name, but that guy said it. Yeah. And it's like Jesus fucking Christ. So much is slipping racism through the Channel Seven editing floor. Do you know what I mean? And even I was watching MKR a week or so ago, and the um, they're advertising them as the Vietnamese mums, but they're absolutely gorgeous girls, and obviously they're going to cook traditionally and stuff. So one of 
I don't want to say the bitches, but one of the other contestants that went there, they were like, oh, I hope it's so not so traditional where we're eating any domestic pets. And everyone, it wasn't just me that was like, that's racism, Channel 7. You can't be doing that. And they didn't respond to anyone. That's... They should have done something about that. So not only are they making jokes about North Korea, they're, you know, letting... Stereotyping and racism through... Apparently Mick Malloy has been slammed for making... You know, homophobic comments about the ice skaters. You kind of go, mm, guys, these these are athletes. Yeah. So yeah, there was. They they have no idea how literally cutthroat ice skating is. Yeah. So yeah, he and so the Eddie McGuire and Mick Malloy have basically taken some flack because they made a comment. Um, about the costumes worn by the male competitors in the figure skating. Now, this is a long-standing sort of... I, I don't know much about ice skating, but I know that I'm more ice hockey. Um, but the ice skating, they have... There's lots of rules, there's guidelines, competition yeah. stuff that they have to stick to. And if they don't, they, they get... You know, they lose points. So, But even to get to the stage... It's worse than gymnastics in some aspects. And there's just so much shit that goes on behind the scenes. And there, it's so political. Yeah. It's just crazy. And you can't... Like, dude, you're sitting there fucking and couch commentating the Olympics. You're not doing anything fucking important. And why would you be giving people shit? Yeah, it's like these people have given up most of their lives to actually train to get here. And they've only got like a 10 or 15 year window That's in it. terms of, you know, their, what's the word I'm looking for, like career-wise, yeah, and for them to it. do what they can, and that's it. So you get, at best, hoping you qualify, two, three Olympics at most, and then you're done. Yeah, you're done. That's it. And you go back to doing whatever. So it's just bullshit. Yeah. I don't know. So, um, yeah, so we've gone from one freezing event to another. Yeah. Um, also, keeping, sorry, bringing it back to the space... NASA is preparing for, like, what they've done is they want the Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter to have its lifespan extended. So they're going to switch from star tracking instead, from gyroscoping, because they're hoping to conserve energy. Yes. And they're saying that it's there because, you know, we really want to prepare for Mars. We really want to invest in Mars. That's our next frontier. That's our next venture. What did they find? That's exactly... But I thought, and I'm like, okay, so if you want to extend this for an extra five to ten years, what did you see? Exactly. What did you see? And this reconnaissance orbiter has been at Mars since 2006. Yeah. So... In the grand scheme of things, it's only a baby yeah. in terms of science. And then you just kind of go, they give... When was the last... Like, I will talk about molecular like biology because that's... My thing, that's your thing. That's what you're qualified in. Yeah. When was the last time molecular biology was given as much money as these space idiots? The Human Genome Project. That was it. Craig Venter. Craig Venter makes the money. So it's just... I just want to know what they saw. I want to know why all of a sudden it's... Oh, yeah. Well, I think they've... 
I reckon water. We'll see water. Water is the key thing. So if if they found water, they're probably going to be okay. Do we put in a drilling team? That sort of stuff. What can we do with that? So they take a while for people to get to Mars. Like they do they label? Do they label? Do they announce who won that competition of the people who were actually? You know how it's a one way trip to Mars. And you're going to colonise Mars? I forgot about that. No. Did I've... they announce... Or is that participation selection thing Maybe still it's still going? ongoing. I haven't heard anything about it, so maybe it is. But yeah. yeah. Couldn't do it. I'm sorry. I, I swim because I can. I don't like being in the water, okay? I don't need to fly. I don't have wings. I'm not supposed to be up there. I have two legs. I have two feet. I'm supposed to walk. See, I like Mars, but I like Mars bars more. So, essentially, there's no Mars bars on Mars unless someone puts a bar on Mars. But in the end, I'm just going to walk down the street to the to a milk bar and get a Mars bar because it's cheaper <laughs> and you don't have the, the problem of being sucked out into the vacuum of space. And freezing to death. Yeah. So. And having your inside, outside, and your outside, inside, and inside, Yay! Outside, and I'm a vice versa. So, yeah, but um, it's really, really interesting because they've, at the moment, uh, the orbiter has been relying on its gyroscopes and they think that that's going to possibly, well, it's going to deteriorate over time, so they're going to... Switch to star mapping. Exactly. So, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about not so cool, um, I read this article and I went... And I actually said out loud, Jesus Christ, these guys are fucking idiots. I'm going to explain it to you, and it's gonna, it'll sink in before I can explain why I think it's stupid. So some, and I've put here in my notes, in quotation marks, geniuses, from Columbia Uni, have found that if they use UV lamps, they're able to kill the influenza virus. So, I have two points from this. Number one. We already know that this is a sterilisation technique. You work in the lab where they routinely switch on UV lights. And yeah. I know when I did my subject in the micro department, they did that every weekend. They switch on the lights and they kill anything that's exposed. Okay? So we already know that this is a sterilisation technique. And secondarily, secondly, sorry, use your English. Viruses aren't alive. You can say that you're killing virus infected cells you can say that you're damaging the DNA or RNA or whatever you know method they're using to encode their genomic information but you can't kill a virus you can destroy one but you can't kill it yeah because it's technically not alive for you to kill. Yeah. And this is the argument. This is the ongoing argument with viruses. Is it alive? Is it dead? Are they alive? Are they not? So, honestly, though, say, for instance, if you're doing research and you suddenly come across a virus and you suddenly go, oh, you proved that it's alive, it gains sentience. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, human race. Bye-bye. Just imagine you have an MRSA. In case people don't know what an MRSA, it's a multi-resistant Staphylococcus aureus. Yeah, big golden pain. stuff. Golden stuff. Go- golden stuff. <laughs> golden stuff. Yeah, the golden staff. Yeah, golden staff. And 
essentially this is some real nasty shit in hospitals. So we use vancomycin to counteract it. That's like the last line of defense. You don't so think that doesn't work. Exactly. You're in big trouble. You're in very, very big trouble. So they're similar to the... Well, okay, you've got these geniuses of, oh, UV, sterilization. Ooh, yeah, I do experiments with UV. You know, apoptosis. That's generalization. I can't go into the research per se. Yep. But as a... You, people use UV to, to do kill a lot cells. of things. You can do things. You can trigger processes. But... If you go, say, for instance, make a virus, like you, you design the virus, you say it's alive. Yeah. We've, we've seen one too many movies, watched too many books, and we know what happens when, classic example, Helix. Oh, look, we created the Narvik A and Narvik B strain. But here's the thing. Ooh. Viruses are still around now. Yeah, and they have been for billions of years. Viruses were the first thing. We came from viruses. We came to be from viruses. Why would you waste energy making all this cellular machinery yourself when you can go, that's a nice cell. I'm liking it. You know, I can attach to it. Get it to do my work. Kill it. Repackage me. And die, spread me some more. Yeah. It's smarter to do that. Got a lot of virions. Because, yeah. So. I don't know. But I just, they, they're not, they don't know how to use their terminology. They don't know how to write scientifically. Yeah, so it's, but it's, I see what they're getting at. I see what they're getting at where they're like, oh my God, you know, we tested this and the UV light kills the viruses, right? Yeah. You can't treat someone with UV light. No, you can't. You're going to give them... They're going to get the... Here. Welcome to your free frame shift mutation. Oh, oh. Was that a non-stop? Oh, what's going on here? Essence mutation. Yeah, I got a single point mutation. Yeah, so essentially, okay, you want to kill a virus. You want to destroy a virus. Okay, here's the host. Kill the host, kill the virus. We killed the virus. We're good. Uh, yeah, not exactly the best thing to do. So, yeah. I agree with that. I mean, viruses are shit. I hate them. They can be useful, but they're shit. I mean, vaccines, sure. Thank you. I'll, which reminds me, um, I've got to get the, the flu shot. But here's the thing. I've been arguing with you about the flu shot for three years. So all of a sudden, why are you like, we're doing it this year? I don't know. This is just, I figured I'd bring it up in the podcast. So, uh, but the thing is, each time I've got that flu shot, I've been sick for like two, three weeks. Yeah, after. but that's the deal. You just have a very hyperactive immune system. It's shit. So, it's like, do I get sick for like two weeks or get a flu shot and get sick for three? <laughs> but the thing is, ugh, I don't. I just. I'm, I want to do it. Because, look at, it was, it was classified as a epidemic in the US and the Northern Hemisphere. So, it's kind of, I think it's a wiser idea to do it. Because this way, no one can give it to you. And... Well, it's the USA. So, apart from nuclear weapons, they're not really going to give anything to anyone. But the thing is, you look at it and terrible, the amount of people that go around going, ooh, ooh, I have, I have the flu. Doctor goes, here, have some antibiotics. 
Oh, yes. That one time... I'm, well, that happened to you. Yeah, I went to... Funny story, peoples. When um, you go to the doctor and you have the flu, but you're there for a completely different reason, and the doctor says, here, have some antibiotics. When you're, you know, science-minded and you are trained and you understand what's going on and you say to the doctor, um, I don't want antibiotics, it's a virus. And then the doctor says, but it's a broad spectrum. You don't uh, understand. You kind of go, I don't want to see this doctor again because if he doesn't understand how bacteria and viruses work... But this is how it starts. <laughs> this is how we get resistant bacteria. You get resistant bacteria because you over-treat and you over-prescribe antibiotics for people who don't need them and then the bacteria adapt to them and then that person will spread their bacteria to someone else and then someone else gets sick and they'll spread it to 100 other different people. And then you also get it by people who decide, hey, I'm not going to take my complete course of antibiotics. So the bacteria evolve because they haven't all been killed by the high dosage of it over a longer period of time. Yeah. And then they go on and they infect other people and then those people infect other people. And then before you know it, here you have another... Epidemic. Yeah, or another MRSA. Voila. So, yeah, so that, that was quite funny. And that created the talking point. And it nearly... It, it created that frowny face on the doctor's really face. Really big frowny face, indeed. And then he asked me, oh, what do you know about medicine? And then <laughs> what did you say? Well, sir... Well, sir, I deal with, you know, cell death. So I kill shit on a daily basis. Which he didn't really laugh at. And he didn't really say anything. He just said, oh, we'll see you later. Bye. I guess they don't understand people... Look, I'm not saying that you have to... Google everything before you go to the doctor and you have to have a standoff with your GP. But can I just say, there are a lot of stupid GPs out there. Like my grandmother's GP, his qualifications for her are three things. One, he's Macedonian, so she can speak to him in her language because she refuses to speak Macedonian, like English, which I don't understand. If you want Macedonia so much, you go back over there, right? But you escape that life. But she goes there because she feels like she can communicate with him better than she would be able to do with a... I don't want to say the word Australian, but with an English-speaking doctor. Two, because she went there, my grandfather went there, you know, they have a a lot of patient data over the years. You know, they have he has their files. Yes. And three, she will go and get prescriptions and I don't exaggerate, but three or four prescriptions a week. Why? And she mines for prescriptions. And sometimes she'll get prescriptions for someone that isn't even there. How? So she'll go there and be like, Oh yeah, my son needs you to give you know, my son needs this medication, can you give me a script for it? And he'll be like, Yeah, here you go. How? What? Yeah. Wow, but that that's sort of a point made where, you know, things go a little... And I've said to her, like, this isn't a good doctor. You know, he's not a... It's a cattle farm. It, that's exactly what my mother says to her, and she's like, no, 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 he's a good doctor. And then he came up with this thing where I'm not going to name names, but I have a relative who is over the age in Australia and I think in a lot of first world countries once you get over the age of 40 you need to be having prostate checks every three years and this relative of mine is now 46 and this doctor who's seen him since he was 20 or something like that never once 
has recommended that he go get this checked, even though he's having micturition issues, which is urination, and he has lower back pain. And then so my mother's like, oh, you know, you understand this. Can you tell me what's going on? And she was like, oh, because, you know, he says it's no one's brought anything up. And I was like, hang on, you do understand what this is. And I'm not trying to panic merchant her. I'm not trying to say, oh, I'm smarter than this person. But I've studied this. But the thing is, guys, if, if you're listening to this... If you have problems peeing... Yep. If you ha- even if it's you have no clue... If you, if you do not have a controlled stream, if you're breaking it... If you're peeing every fucking hurts, five minutes... And your back, if especially if your fucking lower if back hurts, if you have hurts, severe lower back, you pain. fucking get yourself checked out. Yeah, I don't care what your excuses are. Fucking don't do it for anyone else. Fucking do it for yourself. Do it yourself. Don't 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 do it for pride. You go it to sucks, your doctor. It sucks, but when you do it, you go to your GP first, and you ask for the PSA biomarker enzyme to be tested. Then before you actually get it palpated. Because if you do it after it's been palpated, for two or three weeks, the enzyme levels are going to be higher in the blood. Yeah. Because after they've palpated, they've disturbed it. Yeah. So your prostate's going to release more yeah. than what your baseline levels would be. So get your fucking blood test done first, get it palpated, and then say to the doctor, I already have my blood test, here are the results. So that's what you got to do. It's just... Yeah... So, yeah, it's 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 not it's not a good thing, guys. It sucks. Like obviously, and I've known like no joke. I've known two guys just through you know mates and work and stuff. They both came down with prostate cancer. They're like what mid fifties. One of them passed away, and the other one, you know, is being treated for it. But it was a case of they were they were embarrassed, and they were scared to go to the doctor. Look, that was it. So. I, I can't imagine what it's like, especially for the guy stigma behind it. You know, I I, under, I can't say I understand. Hold on. Is it, I can't understand, but I sympathise. You know why? Because they is? look at it and go, they don't want someone putting a digit in their bum. That's basically it. Yeah, and they, you know what? That is a perfectly reasonable fucking response. But at the end of the day, you need to look out for yourself. And Australia has a high rate of prostate cancer and it fucking sucks and just you know what go to someone with small fingers and just get it done and generally what on the big ones you know what they'll do they'll put you to sleep they will literally you go into hospital you go to sleep sometimes and then or otherwise they they give you an anesthetic and everything is it? I think. Is it like I keep like mate they're not putting a fist up your ass a camera they put a camera you know no they don't do that they they first they glove up, and then yeah, they, they give you the up. cruel finger of injustice. Yeah, but right? then they, they put in a camera. And then they feel around. Yeah. And if you have bumps and ridges, then they'll go, okay. And then it's not a colonoscopy, but they'll put a scope in there yeah. and they'll have a look an around. Endoscope. But before they do that, they'll actually take a biopsy. Yeah. And because see they, what it's like. You don't want polyps. In the words of, um, you know, Mr. Williamson, uh, a, no, sorry, my bad. I'm thinking, we've, I've been listening to, yeah, so uh, Robin Williams, um, it, it's, it's it's not a polyp, Mr. Williams, it's a fart, you know, so, yeah. Just get yourself checked out. Just, yeah. And the, you know what? Just man it's, up and get it And checked. girls, get your fucking, and I had this discussion with my mother, and she's like, 
oh, I haven't had my cervical check done, blah, 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 blah. And I said to her, look, 95 to 99% of the cases are because of um, herpes or, you know, human papilla virus yeah, stuff. Yeah, herpes simplex. And she goes, what do you mean? And I said, what happens is if you're having unprotected sex with someone who's infected, the majority of the time, it's going to introduce that and then the cells are going to grow on your cervix. And then she's like, oh, so how do I stop that from happening? Well, theoretically, according to the, you know, to the scientists who made it, you get this... And my mother, my mother fucking infected her whole fucking bloodline. Like, she, when she went in Macedonia, to Macedonia back when she was 12, 13, 14, I don't... For 77, I don't know how old she would have been in 77 if she was born in 68. But anyway, her family decided to go to Macedonia, and it's like the one time she's been overseas. And she got fucking... Not HPV, but she got some strain of fucking herpes. Because this fucking idiot, and I love my mother, but she does... She had no clue, like, she was a kid. And who knew about this stuff back then? Especially, you know, immigrants. So she went over there and just fucking touching donkeys and fucking touching the water where the animals are eating and it's filthy. It's fucking filthy over there. And I don't care how old money they say they are, it's fucking filthy. I've seen the videos. And then she fucking gets infected with nits. She fucking gets infected with... Now, you know, a whole ton of other shit. So I was born with warts. My brother developed warts, but I got it really fucking bad. And, you know, it's it's interesting about warts. Pretty much everyone has come in contact with it. No, but mine were fucking huge. And I used to get, you know, shat on at school about them for so fucking long. And every time I'd beg, literally beg my mother to get them taken off. And I was, you know, crying. I was like, look, I can't deal with this shit. I need to get them taken off. And then she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll make an appointment. Yeah, yeah, we'll make an appointment. And if she was nice enough to remember to fucking make that appointment, she'd fucking cancel it. And then one day we were there for something else. And I was like, yo, Dr. Pediatri, we're fucking here. You're going to take them off for me. And literally, he numbed me for some. And for some, he didn't numb them enough. And I was like, fuck this. I don't care. Can you feel it? Nah, mate. I can't feel it. So you're shocking my finger and digging into my skin. I'm like, fuck yeah, they're gone. And she fucking infected all of us. And then I had the... In 7 and in 9, I think you get the booster. It's one or the other. They gave us Gardasil. Never, touch wood, gotten a wart. Because it neutralised the yeah. virus. And that's what I said to her. And I said, you get this vaccine, you're going to stop your cold sores, you're not going to get viruses, if, uh, you know, warts or anything like that. And she's like, that's not how it works. And I'm like, I'm not trying to say people are stupid. I would never say that to anyone. But I, I don't know what I'm talking about. And then my poor brother, because my mum was like, oh no, I don't trust the nurses at schools. You know how they do the immunisation shots through the school program? I don't trust them to use clean needles. So I'm going to send, we're going to go to the GP and get my brother to do them at the GP. And then he double dosed James. Oh God. With Gardasil. Great. So, yeah, talking about double doses though, um, what do you think about e-cigarettes? Okay. I have said this since day one I have said this about heavily scented candles I have said this about the incense bullshit and about chemicals that people use to fucking put in everything you know washing detergents and all that other shit 
this shit isn't good for you. And you have a friend who yeah. is like, oh no, vaping ain't bad. Vaping's not going to hurt now, you. Now, at the end of the day, everyone's entitled to the choice. People have given up smoking. Good on them. Um, it's just the, the e-cigarettes, the vaping, still... It's relatively new. It's a niche area, but it's it's new. It's just coming to the forefront now. Yeah. If that makes sense. And as we know with smoking, it took them years, decades, to establish that that was what was causing the problem. So, in the words of science, it takes a while to accumulate the data and the damage. And originally with cigarettes, it was just tobacco. People would just get the tobacco leaf. Yeah. Chop it up, roll it, it, smoke it. Nowadays, you've got... Manufacturing lines. Paint thinner. You know, the... the tar. Con- literal oh, tar. Just... I don't know. Like, my family, both sides, are heavy smokers. My dad's dad was like two packs a day. My maternal grandfather was a three-pack-a-day smoker. Both my uncles on my mother's side... They smoke like fucking chimneys. And I was saying to her, and just because of people we know, and I don't want to like point fingers, but it's the same thing with like our next door neighbours. Everyone in the family smokes. It's of adult age. And it's like, we're the only family that I know of. And my, that was like, my dad was a really shit asshole. But one of the things that he instilled was, you don't fucking smoke. Just don't fucking do it. Well, someone like the other day was saying why ammonia smells why paint smells why methane all these things you go think about it these are just for people out there who smoke these are just some of the things that are like you're breathing in as much as you have a filter you're still breathing in paint thinner ammonia nicotine sure (laughs) nicotine is an insecticide funny enough Um, you've got industrial solvents stearic acid which is in candle wax. You've got cadmium, which is in batteries. You've got butane, which is a, you know, lighter fluid. You've got fucking acetic acid, which is vinegar. Okay, vinegar on chips, not in your lungs. Sorry. And then you've got methane, which is, you know... Well, okay, you hear that big sound, you know? That's an explosion. The old bum trumpet, there you go. You've got, you know, sulfur dioxide, methane. You've got a busted sewer line in the back, there you go. There's methane. And then you've got the like the really, really good one, which is carbon monoxide. So you may have a filter. You're smoking with a filter. You're breathing that out. What about the people who are nearby? And not only that, you're still smoking the shit that's coming yeah. off it. I'd prefer not the, to smell like a fucking ashtray. But, sorry, now... Not disrespecting anyone that is a smoker. Yeah, is a smoker. So at the end of the day, if you're a smoker, that's your choice. Um, I respect that. Me personally, I just don't like smoking. I, you know, it's... No, my dad was fucking brutal. And like I said, grandparents both smoked. Like, grandfathers, both sides, smoked. Like, fuck. They could out-compete any chimney. Um, uncles on my mother's side, both smoked. Still smoked. They're the eldest uncle, like, my mum's the eldest. But, like, her eldest brother out of, like, the middle kid out of my, my mother's side... He fucking... His wife smokes too. And it's just... My dad used to say, if you're going to fucking smoke, you fucking get the fuck away from my kids. 
Yeah. And if the wind's blowing to them, you fucking go on the other side of them. You don't fucking smoke near my kids. And if you're done smoking outside, you stand out there for five, ten minutes. You let the extra shit come out of your lungs. Get it off your clothes. And then you can come back inside. I don't want this shit near my kids. And I would do the same thing. Because it's just a nasty habit. And as much as people are like, oh... Like, that's what my youngest uncle says on my mother's side. Oh, I do it because I'm stressed. And it's like, you don't understand. There are, there are things you can do to decrease your stress before you turn to something that's killing you. But then you've got people who turn to alcohol. The difference being is you can't really rock up to work drunk. on our drunk. But cigarettes, you can. And it's just commonplace. Look at... Look at Hollywood. Hollywood made smoking... Glorious. Glorious. Glamorous. You know, they, they glorified it and it's the popular thing to do. Yeah. If you want to be popular, you got to smoke. Because it looks pretty. I don't know. So, yeah, it's... Um, I don't get it. I mean, like, but you, you, you kind of get really fun things like... Uh, Your grandfather who's like, oh, yeah, I took it up to prove that it wasn't yeah. addictive. But that was like the old cigarettes. And then, you know, <laughs> yeah, I proved it wasn't addictive. It's addictive. Um, so, yeah. But, you know, you, you get things like fibrosis, chronic obstructive pulmonary disorder. So basically, think of your lungs, fill it with tar, and then cough up a, like, a, like a, a road, you know. The thing is, is that your lungs are really fucking delicate structures. And as you start damaging the connective tissue, your body, to heal that, starts adding more collagen to it. And you, get, you just get a build-up of scar tissue on top of a build-up of scar tissue. And then your lungs stop being... Um, your lungs are very dynamic and, you know, they, they're exactly like... Are really they're a balloon you know they snap back and they release and they're very uh, not to use the word plastic but they're just what's the word I'm looking for what's a good way to describe this it's just like a balloon they snap back and they're not resistant but there's a word I'm looking recoil that's yeah. it and if you start fucking with the elasticity of your lungs you're going to start fucking with how much air you can actually pull into your body, how much air is available for you to, you know, actually transfer the oxygen for the carbon dioxide in your alveoli and how much O2 will actually be available in your body. And if you're already plugging in carbon monoxide and carbon dioxide and all this other shit, you're, you know, you're killing and you're toxifying your, your blood cells, your erythrocytes, your red blood cells that actually carry the oxygen around your body because they have a, the carbon monoxide has a high affinity on your red blood cells, your erythrocytes, than oxygen does. So your body literally doesn't have enough time to swap it because the carbon dioxide or carbon monoxide won't get off. So is that also why cells. people who say, for instance, if they're smoking in a room... They just fall asleep. Yeah. Because they, they're just filling the room with carbon yeah. monoxide. Ugh, yeah, that's bad. But that's sometimes I've been around to people's houses and they've literally, like the house just yeah. reeks of an ashtray. Uncle Chris, when he lived in their house, Bubba's house, before they moved to Melton and Bubba moved to the house she's in now, they rented, in quotation marks, in there. 
And my grandfather said, don't smoke in the house because you're going to depreciate the value that I'm going to be able to sell the house for. But they still smoked in the house. And within six months, that like the white, like as white as a wall can get, had turned yellow. Like someone had put tea there. Uh, yeah, one of our neighbours, their house was like that. You'd be scared to walk through the front door. It, it was bad. It was, you can smell it before yeah, you get to the house. Literally, you get to the you get to through the front gate, and you can smell it. And it's you, like shit. Something's like some people. You, you walk past them, and you go far out. Was there a fire? It was. Oh, yeah. So, um, but yeah, on a more livelier note, you know, there, there are fun things like you know fruit juice. So, I'd rather be addicted to natural fruit juice. Well, you know what I'm thinking of doing? Cigarettes. I'm thinking of like trying out birch and muesli. Birch and muesli. Or, you know, or, you know where you soak muesli overnight in fruit juice? Oh, let me know how that goes for you. Yeah, I'm thinking of having a crack at it and then um, trying yogurt. Are you going um, vegan on us? <laughs> yeah, I'll have it with bacon. <laughs> um, also, um, well, you know what I'm... Also, on the topic of um, cigarettes and bacon, we were out at brunch on Super Bowl Monday, like two weeks ago, and... Victoria just passed a law where now you cannot smoke in restaurants. Yep, in the, the dining areas. Yeah, and you have to actually move to a smoking zone. Yep. And so there was, we were inside because that's a normal thing to do in a 40-degree day. Yeah, And there was these two ladies outside, um, and they were rolling. Like, you know how they have their own... The roll your own. So she was rolling it up. And, then, and so she's, she's getting ready to light it. And so I said to... It's a fucking big fine, and not only for her but also for the restaurant for allowing oh yeah but the thing i don't get is why so many people were looking at my big breakfast but no one was because people wanted to have a look at how awesome your food was only because you know we make sandwiches yeah Um, that was my idea yeah i copyrighted that but okay but this person had literally laid everything out on the table yeah and she's rolling them for her and her friend and then so i said to the guy like the the waiter he's i think he's actually the part owner yeah we're 100% sure. And I said, hi, mate. Um, sorry to be difficult. I'm just letting you know. You need to stop that because you're going to get yourself a fine and you've got families of young kids out there. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. She's not lighting it. Sure enough, she's put it in her mouth. And then she's gone on to light it. And then one of our favourite waitresses has gone over and been like, fucking put that out. You can't fucking do that here. And then so she picks it up and she throws it back. Well, she didn't actually say that. That is like what we could see through the window. You could see that she was saying stuff along the lines and this lady's cracked the sads. And it's like, I'll have none of that. Bang. And then she leaves. And then they got up and left. Now, all in all, there's big signs, you know, big circles. You know, Don't fucking smoke. No smoking. It's no smoking. But what used to happen was we used to go here and the front would it just be like a cloud. You'd have to hold your breath. You'd have to walk Same around. Same thing at uni. If you had to, if you were walking through the main part, the main square, you'd have to before you pass the library take the biggest lung full of air that you could and hold your breath and run through. So, but yeah. So essentially. Um, yeah, I, I'll probably never be in politics for, um, you know, community change. But, you know, if if they do manage to kill viruses, um, maybe they could work out a way to just neutralise cigarette emissions. That would go well, wouldn't it? Mm. In the form of a fire extinguisher. Do you know who needs a fire extinguisher to the head? <laughs> Carl yeah. Stefanovic. Yeah, what's a go with that? He's now engaged. He left his wife. Oh, God. And now, after less than a year, he's engaged to this other chick, and she's got a 
you know, she's flashing around this ring and shit. And the guy, Mick Malloy, yeah. he's going to organise the Bucks night. Oh, jeez. Australia uh, is... Australia is... Um, a very weird yeah. place. If, uh, if the wildlife doesn't kill you, mainstream media will. will. So, yeah. What a muppet. So... I don't understand. I don't he, get it. Look, he back in the glory days of today, he was like Australian news's golden boy. Yeah, not and now. then he just went, I think, to his head a little yeah, bit. Yeah, absolutely. More. Power the power game. So yeah. So, so what's your plan for the uh, the rest of the day? Well, I'm a snap edit this, upload it, and if I get some reading done, I might get some reading done. I have been studying and stuff, but it depends. Um, we might watch something, something. We've got Star Trek to watch. Yeah. Um, we've got some more Altered Carbons. I've got to read a chapter. But yep. no no excuses. I'm reading a chapter today of uh, <laughs> Artemis. So I'll do that and I'll let everyone know how the next chapter goes. Um, in case um, I didn't say in the, the past few chapters, currently a rover exploded. So someone's trying to escape from a rover explosion on the moon. So... Um, yeah. yeah, so that's that's what I need to find out now. But also, I'm going to fire up some lunch, maybe. I'm yeah. still... I'm thinking... I was thinking, since I had the big breakfast the other day, I was thinking about something about bacon, you know, orientation. Um, so I wanted to come up with a theory. And maybe some people can comment on this. This is the question for everyone. This what, is the take-home homework. This is the take-home homework. What I need everyone to do, if you're <laughs> vegan... I apologise. Just buy some bacon anyway. You don't have to eat it. You can experiment with this. But what orientation does the bacon cook best? Two, what orientation does the bacon taste best? <laughs> Three, how much baking can you orientate on the pan? Mm. It depends on the rasher size rasher. and thickness. Yeah, it doesn't matter whether it's um, Canadian maple bacon, rasher bacon, uh, rindless bacon, full bacon... <laughs> Um, I don't know. Caramelized bacon. Caramelized bacon, honey hot Diced ham, bacon. Diced bacon, yeah. So that's the homework today. Let us know how you like your bacon um, because what I'm probably <laughs> going to do after this, if we go out or I go out or anywhere, we're going to go to a vegan restaurant and I'm going to go and ask for the vegan burger. I don't even vegan restaurant. You guys, no. like, Woolworths sell and Coles sell vegan burgers even Kmart sells it I guess no Kmart doesn't have a frozen food section they used to not anymore so um yeah so I'm gonna go to a restaurant when Kmart had their own soft drinks chips yeah don't they still do that or did they get rid of it they got rid of it Mm. they probably looked at it as a high theft line but anyway yeah um, so ask for a vegan burger with bacon that company corn with a K that's a vegan burger. That was a good vegan burger. That was the fake chicken that I gave you. And you thought it was a real chicken patty. And I was like, yeah, it's fantastic. Tricked. I was tricked. Outrage. I was tricked. Talking about I was tricked. Have a great Valentine's Day tomorrow, everyone. I'm planning on sitting at home. I might order some Uber Eats again with myself and my pets. And I might get some noodles and some more dumplings. And just sit there. And the, I didn't. I never knew I liked soy sauce. Yeah, until see? None I just watered this. down shit. The proper soy. Yeah. I want yeah. to get soy sauce. Yeah. Proper soy sauce. No, I want it. I'm gonna, <laughs> I should go down. I should pop down to the shops and get a like a kilo bag of dim sims and some soy sauce. You already have dim sims in the freezer. Like, we have dim, we, I think we have. There's two left. 
Well, I, 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 I know that. It took me a week to get through like a kilo. If you want, I can just order Uber Eats. And yeah, we should do that. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should do that. So, yeah, so Uber everyone, Eats. Have a fantastic Valentine's Day tomorrow. If you're not celebrating, get yourself some fucking chocolate. Yeah, get, get some chocolate. Get yourself some flowers. Yeah. Get your, you know, use an excuse to buy yourself something you've been putting off buying for yourself. Spoil yourself either way. And for all those it's, vegans out there, put the chocolates in the jar and uh, eat the plants. You know. Yeah. Eat them flowers. Yeah. Use the cocoa bits. Cocoa bits. You know how people at the health food stores, they have the cocoa... I used to put it in your cereals in the mornings. Nibs. Cacao nibs. That's it. Yeah. Cacao nibs. But also, I don't have anything against vegans. He's I just, just talking shit. He's I just tired. Talk shit. He's been at work for five days in a row. Yeah, I'm tired. tired. And I'm also a carnivore. So, actually, no. I'm an omnivore. I, or am I an obligate carnivore? No. Or am I just an om nom 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 You're an omnivore. I'm an om nom 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 Yeah. You eat veg- as much vegetables as you do meat. Yeah. Well, actually, I like to think that I actually eat less meat than I used to. Look. Which is good. You know why? Because... You don't want bowel cancer. Yay! So fibre is your friend. So, yeah. Yep. Fibre is your friend. <laughs> How much fibre is in a Guinness? I don't know, Google this Can I just drink it and find out? Mm, yeah, totally Totes Yeah. Guinness fibre, let's look this up Guinness fibre <laughs> Interesting fact people When, um, I think it was World War 2 um, In the hospitals they gave you a pint of Guinness To help gain weight yeah. Mm. What's your Irish side show? What oh, you? yes. So, uh, yeah. So essentially, um, stouts on average contain 12.8 micrograms of folate or 3.2% of the recommended daily allowance. Yay! And it has unmalted barley, which contains more fiber than I'd also grain. like to point out that Michael talks about drinking Guinness more than he actually drinks Guinness. Because I don't have time because I'm working. And you don't want to drink alcohol too much, and you probably have one can every like Once six in months. a blue moon. It's like because I just don't have time, and I've got shit to do, and I've got to drive, and it's better not to be inebriated. How alcoholic is Guinness not, if you're having a can? Not, not many. Not many, if any. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's enough to. But see, Give you a buzz. A low buzz? Yeah. Uh, no, not even. It um, just warms you up, makes you feel Yeah, happy. it's just like, you know, it just takes the edge off. Takes the edge off. <laughs> you know, if you have 11, it really takes the edge off. 11? Yeah. You've had 11? Yeah. What? Ask Rob. Did Rob <laughs> poison you? No, 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 no. Bucks night. <laughs> I oh had 11. God. That was fun. How was your kidney going? Good. I was the only one that woke up without a hangover the next morning. Why? Because you paced yourself? Uh, that too, and Guinness's. For some reason, you don't really get smashed on Guinness. Well, you can. Do you want to go to the St. Paddy's Festival this week? Yeah, this week. Next month? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I rock up and see how many family members are there. (laughs) I remember you! (laughs) So, yeah. You should take your mother. You should fucking love it. Get smashed! Get smashed! There's also one at Melbourne Airport. PJ O'Brien's at Melbourne Airport. Level 1, Terminal 3. There you go. Also, on the topic of getting smashed, what do you call a panda in the desert? Lost. Lost. Panda in the desert. Lost. Oh, I don't know. That's, that's the joke. 
Also, funny joke for just everyone. Did you know that it, it, pos- it is possible to wear a, a boat on your head if it's upside down? You know why? You know why, people? You know why? Because it's capsized. Do you know that the food and drink specials every Friday night, their happy hour on Fridays from 4 to 7, <laughs> $7 Guinness pints. Ooh, not bad. Pint of guineas. Mm. 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 So, perhaps on that note. Um, yeah. You're off. Yeah, maybe. To see the wizard, the wonderful wizard. Follow the yellow brick. Could you road. imagine taking my mom to PJ O'Brien's? She gets smashed on my peanuts. Mother... Okay, can I tell the... just this one last story? I had a. She's technically my auntie, but she's my dad's mother's sister. But my grandmother's sister's daughters. One of them was having the youngest out of the three kids, but there's two girls, one boy. And the youngest daughter was getting engaged and she had her engagement party at her parents' house. And my mother had like a champagne flute and she had like one sip and they have a deck in their backyard. My mother had a sip and nearly fucking face planted and nearly broke her ankle because my mother got pissed. <laughs> That's the running joke. I know she didn't, but the one time I've seen I ever saw my mother drink alcohol was one sip of champagne, and she didn't drink all of it. Obviously, like I said, just one sip, and she nearly fucking fell and broke her ankle. And my brother oh. and I told her that she was so weak on the not that my brother and I drink, but she was so weak, you know, that um, <laughs> she <laughs> she was such a lightweight that she <laughs> she nearly killed herself. Like <laughs> For oh. one sip. But anyway, she's bugging me because my birthday's in like two months' time. And she's like, oh, I want to do something special. It's your 25th birthday and your brother's 20th this year. We have to do something special. Get smashed. And she's like, oh, so what are you doing? We're going out on your birthday. And I'm like, I apologize, but I've actually got mid-semester break then, you know. I'm going to be having assignments. And so give me some good um, restaurant recommendations in Melbourne, people. She's inclined at the moment she's on a pub food grind but give me some good restaurants let me know what you think and um i'm gonna end this here because we are way 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 over budget yeah and um, we're gonna get some munchies what do you want today um i'm thinking noodles oh you actually want uber eats today yeah let's do uber eats we're gonna do uber eats now yeah what do you want for dinner more uber eats no okay how about we do uber eats and then we just have chicken and veg yeah Okay. In the form of a burger. <laughs> you yeah. want Nando's? Yeah, let's do Nando's. Okay, <laughs> people, so we're going for Uber no, Eats and Nando's. No, we're not. He's exaggerating. Um, thank you so much for listening, everyone, as always. Um, thank you for your support. If there are any topics or questions that you want you know, us to cover or to pose towards us, please let us know. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, and also, uh, just a, on a side note, um, I like trains. Um <sighs> We should do an episode about train conspiracies. We should. You know why? Because we'll be off the rails. I it mean, will be our most off the rails episode Oh, yet. yeah. I'm being serious. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So, yeah, we're going to have... Do you know a... what I want to do? I want to have... Like, we're paying for Podbean anyway. So, we might as well give this, you know... We're going to ride this train on its tracks. Yeah, yeah. What if we put out two podcasts a week? We have our normal Tuesday, Right. And then we have like a conspiracy podcast or we could do like unsolved mysteries or unsolved murders or missing people cases. 
every other week and we could put that out on like a Thursday or spooky Friday night. It's worth a shot. Okay, Ask the peoples if they want us to do it. So peoples, I yeah. want to do this. Um, help a girl out. Help a girl convince a guy to do it. Not yeah. not in. Yeah. <laughs> to do a conspiracy. Like, conspiracy. See, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go for like military conspiracy. I can do that. Conspiracy. But as long as you throw in a few Both topics that I want conspiracy. to do. You don't understand how much I like military conspiracy theories. Military conspiracy theories are my major. I love military conspiracy theories. Yeah. Right, I'm ending this here. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting. Yes, thank you for supporting. Um, um, everyone who's listening to us on Podbean, iTunes and SoundCloud, really, really appreciate it. Um, if you're on SoundCloud and you want to listen to some of our previous episodes, I kind of take them off because I don't want to pay for Podbean and for SoundCloud. But you can always head over to our YouTube and we have our playlist established there. So you can listen to us for free through our um, YouTube account. So. Yeah, and uh, yeah, just in case you're wondering, my favourite colour is seven. Um, and I like trains. Trains. All right, everyone. Thank you. Farewell. This is a 90 minute podcast. Oh, yeah. All right. Farewell. And as Deshu would say, fair winds. Fair winds. And may the force be with you. Uh, just remember E equals MC squared. Velocity is good, except when you fall out of a plane without a parachute because that's just terminal velocity big time and live long and prosper bye bye bye